This man cannot remain power. <laughs> Good morning ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my new video. My name is AJ. I'm here to talk about all of the latest issues happening around the world today. And as you know, every single day there's news, news, full of news. Lots of new stuff happening around the world. It's never a dull day. So I wanted to start with a picture of this guy. This is Jens Stoltenberg. He's the leader of NATO. And I wanted to follow up on my last video where I mentioned uh, 10 of the biggest puppets in the world. And this guy definitely needs to be in the top 10. I actually completely forgotten about this guy. Uh, he definitely needs to be in the top 10. And another leader that definitely needs to be in the top 10 is this young lady as well. She's the Taiwanese leader at the moment. And she is definitely another major, major puppet. A lot of you correctly pointed out that the Japanese Prime Minister is a puppet. And I completely agree with you. Then again, every single Japanese Prime Minister that I can think of has been a major puppet. They have always been a puppet of the United States ever since um, the two atomic bombs had landed on Japan. Uh, they have been completely subservient to the United States. Um, whether it's destroying their own economy because of it or, or you know, we're talking about signing the Plaza Accord. Anything that the US wanted Japan to do, um, they pretty much did it. So it's a shame really. Um, Japanese have lost complete sovereignty over themselves, over their own country. And you're right, you know, Japanese leader definitely needs to be in the top 10. But I think um, the guys I have currently in the top 10, they're pretty hard to displace. It's really, really difficult. There's definitely more than 10 uh, big puppets around the world at the moment. I can probably name 20 or so. But that's the way the world is going at the moment. It's a shame really because when I was growing up um, there was none of this. You know, There was n no talk of Western governments being puppets of the United States. Everything changed after the Iraq war and you realized you know it was America's doing where they said you're either with us or against us. So a lot of countries decided to be with America and they went in with all of the lies and it's just been getting worse ever since those Iraq wars and a lot of uh, countries fallen victim to American lies and they just started being puppet states and it was all down to America's um, words of you're either with us or against us um, kind of thing. So a lot of countries um, gave up in their own sovereignty and they decided to go with the United States and even if they have to climb on top of the MP ladder and start brewing out American lies or start lying to their own people they will do it if, even if it makes um, America happy. So it's a shame really, it's a shame how a lot of countries have gone along that route. I just wish more countries would have the balls to stand up for themselves. Uh, I think the leaders who do stand up for themselves and do stand up against America are the real heroes, are the real brave um, politicians out there. So America has recently placed uh, a lot more sanctions on Russia and including some ridiculous ones on Putin's daughters as well. Um, so I don't know what that is really about. And um, 
you know, a lot of other countries have followed suit, like Japan has followed, um, adding more sanctions as well. And the EU has also done it as well. They've added sanctions on Russian coal and other, other commodities as well. So there's a lot of articles saying that the sanctions against Russia has been completely exhausted. They're running out of ideas. And I want to also show this article as well. So this article has pretty much gone out of the radar. America has been placing a lot of sanctions on Russia. However, there is a huge, huge uh, short, shortage of fertilizer in America at the moment. So without this being reported on any of the Western papers, they sneakily took off um, Russian fertilizers from the sanctions list. And again, you're not going to see any of this in Western papers. They're not going to even report it. And the Americans um, probably told these reporters, you know what, if you report this, you're going to jail or we'll, we'll shut you down. So do not report this whatsoever. So it's gone under the radar. And it just shows that, you know, how, what snakes that they are. And it's not just uh, fertilizers. Um, you can see Brazil has also... Um, sanctioned um, Russian fertilizers as well and they're campaigning for this to be delisted um, so it's not just fertilizers you can see um, America has also been importing Russian oil and that's increased by 43 percent from March 19th to March 25th even though Biden has said that they're going to ban Russian oil um, imports so you can't believe anything that the Americans say you know, the Europeans have been completely fooled by the Americans. Here the Americans are um, telling all of their allies, sanction um, Russia to the max, you know, we don't care if you destroy your economy, you need to do this. So all of these European leaders are frothing at their mouths and sanctioning Russia. And some of them are having the competitions with each other, who's going to give Russia the biggest sanctions. And they're all standing up in a room saying, no, my, my sanctions are bigger than yours. No, no, my sanctions are bigger than yours. And they have this competition who can out-sanction each other. And then you've got Americans sitting at the back thinking, ha, 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 these fools, they're, just, they're destroying their own economy. They don't even know it. Well, we're not even going to be affected. Because if you know that America doesn't really... It's not really affected as much. America is pretty much self-sufficient when it comes to energy, when it comes to oil, um, gas, for example. So anything that they buy from Russia, see these oil imports they're buying from Russia, anything that they buy from Russia, they'll probably sell it back to Europe for, you know, a great deal of profit, 100% profit, 200% profit, 300% profit. So America will carry on doing this. America will still buy stuff from Russia and they'll sell it back to the Europeans 10 times more expensive, for example. And that's what they do. Uh, they've taken off the sanctions or fertilizers as well. And it just goes to show you can't trust the Americans. And all of these European fools that are following America to the edge of the cliff and falling off because of America, they are just being fools. And it's not just Europeans. You've got them allies as well, you've got Japan, even Brazil has uh, placed some sanctions. Um, so you see all of these countries following Biden off the cliff, you know, I just got no words for them, absolutely no words. They are destroying their own economy and not realizing that Americans won't do the same for them 
Um, it's all about America's interests first and foremost. And, you know, Europeans are pretty much destroying their own economy uh, because of America, because of NATO. And they just, they just don't see it. And it's a shame, really. It's a shame. So anyway, let's move on to the next story. I want to show you a quick article that's coming out on the Express. I love reading the Express every single day. They seem to be coming out with BS stories every single day. And I just laugh at some of these reporters who are completely out of touch, completely have no clue about what's going on in Russia. So this um, title, Putin's era will end over suicidal Ukraine war as Russian economy risks collapse. And then you got this subtitle saying, Ukraine has basically won against Russia, says Suta. So you see these ridiculous articles um, coming out in the West. It's not just expressed, but it's most British papers. And I suspect it's most uh, British, uh, I mean, American papers or Western papers. They're all going along with this narrative that Ukraine is winning, Russia is losing. And when the facts of the matter is, this is not the case. I mean, as we speak... Russia is bombing the Donbass areas. Um, you can see Russian airplanes doing airstrikes in those areas. Um, the Ukrainian soldiers are pretty much surrounded. Um, they are being killed through airstrikes and you know artillery fire. And they're all surrounded. They don't have any fuel. Um, they probably don't have much food left. And they are not going to last much longer. And in terms of Russian economy, Russian economy is not collapsing. The ruble has pretty much recovered. And it's actually the European economy that's actually collapsing and British economy that's actually collapsing. So these guys, they don't know anything what they're talking about. And it's an absolute joke, really. It's a real joke when I see articles such as this. And then I also want to talk about this article. Ukraine forces appear to kill captured Russians in video. So this is a real war crime that's going on out there. And the papers don't really talk about this much. You know, they seem to be focusing on Bucha, um, things, what's happening there. But there's no proof of what's happened in Bucha. All I'm saying, there needs to be an independent inquiry. And Russia tried to do an independent inquiry with the UN. Um, it, they, were got, they got blocked twice by the British. And I just feel that all of the West has already found Russia guilty about it without any independent inquiry. And I read somewhere that even the US has been distancing itself. Um, even they said they cannot confirm nor verify what's happened in Bucha. But you can see by all of the papers everywhere and everyone seems to have found Russia guilty already. People are clamoring for more sanctions on Russia. However, when you see stories such as this, where there's actual videos of Ukrainians killing Russian prisoners and, you know, nobody's really calling for sanctions on Ukraine. Nobody's calling for Zelensky um, to be tried for war crimes you know it's just double standards really with russia when russia does something you know oh put place as many sanctions on russia as possible but when ukraine does stuff like this nobody even mentions it and it just shows a completely uh, one-sided view of this war also zelensky's been asking for more weapons and you know the British, the Germans, they're saying that they've run out. You know, the British had recently said that they're running out of anti-tank missiles. 
Um, the Germans are saying they're, they're running out of weapons. European countries do not have a huge stockpile of weapons. All of these years, they've actually been relying on America, uh, American military. And the European countries have not been putting a big, big budget on military. What they've been doing is focusing on their economy, um, infrastructure and things like that. Amer you know, and they were basically relying on American power and American protection while the European countries were slowly gained rich. You know, they didn't put much money into their military. That's why the European NATO is very weak. Um, and it's why they don't really have much weapons or stockpile much weapons. Uh, because why should you when you got America, you know, protecting you? There's, there's no, not really much danger apart from Russia. And Russia all of these years have been um, subdued. Um, they didn't really have a good economy. It's only recently Russia's been rising. And thanks to China as well, with, with some really, really good trade, Russia's been rising. And Russia has been able to modernize its military. So the Europeans, you know, they don't really have much weapons. So Zelensky is asking the Europeans for weapons. And, uh, you know, the Europeans just don't have it. And... Even if they do have it, Russia is slowly destroying these weapons and they're just going into a black hole. They're just wasting money. Uh, these weapons are going in, they're getting destroyed or these weapons are being sold in the black market. Imagine if some of these weapons end up in Al-Qaeda's hands, for example, like an anti-aircraft missile, for example. If, if that ends up in Al-Qaeda, imagine the damage that Al-Qaeda can, can cause with that. You know, they can go to any part of the world and bring down civilian aircrafts and things like that is a huge huge issue they don't even think about these things I mean you just got to look at what's happened to Afghanistan when America poured loads of money and weapons to the Mujahideen and obviously the Russians left Afghanistan and then all of these Mujahideen has had all of these weapons and Al-Qaeda had been training in in Afghanistan so and these Afghanistans obviously um, use those weapons and sold those weapons and, and it, eventually look at what happened to America you got 9-11 you know if weapons turn out turn out in the wrong hands uh, into some terrorists that's just gonna be bad news for Europeans and I'm sure one of these days all of these weapons will turn round to bite Europeans in the asses because if a terrorist who's not very happy with the Europeans or the West you know, has an anti-aircraft missile or an anti-tank missile, they can easily cause a lot of mayhem, terrorism, and it will be down to Europeans' own, own fault. And um, they're not really thinking straight. And it's really, really disappointing what they're doing. Absolutely disappointing. It's a shame how these European leaders think. Um, even a child would be able to have much more common sense than some of these European leaders. I'm really glad that Orban won his uh, re-election. It just shows his people do have sense, uh, common sense as well. Uh, they know what the truths are, despite uh, what all of these Western media is telling them. And I'm really happy for the Serbian leader as well. And Macron is currently um, going through an election. And the latest news is he's going to be kicked out. I mean, that's what the latest... Um, Polls are saying, and I'm getting news directly from France itself, that people have had enough of him. People have enough of um, him being a puppet. Um, they need a strong French leader. 
And, you know, you remember the days of Charles de Gaulle who actually stood up to the Americans and, you know, you know, you need France needs a strong leader like that. And this guy, Macron, he's an absolute puppet. He's such a fool. Uh, America literally been slapping him in front of the world and he, he does nothing. Um, he's, he's an absolute fool. So I hope they get rid of him. I hope the people of France... Um, do the right thing and kick him out and get somebody decent on board. I could say the same thing about every one of these puppet leaders around the world. I'm talking about Bojo, Scott Morrison. You know, I can go on. And if you want to look at my 10 puppet list, I made a video about this earlier. Um, so have a look at that. So even um, Orban, he, you know, he's one of the few people in, in Europe that actually speaks sense. He says, it will kill us. Orban leads E revolt as five states furious over new sanctions. So a lot of the, these European countries want to basically ban gas and oil completely from Russia. And obviously Orban stood up and said, no way, I'm not going to allow this. So, you know, I'm not going to destroy my own country because of you, you, you guys' egos and you guys are being puppets of the Americans. So I'm glad he's kind of standing up to all of this nonsense that's going around. I mean, if the European countries start banning Russian gas and oil, where are they going to get it from? It's just going to increase the prices. It's just going to put all of the Europeans into hardships. It's going to put all of the European businesses um, completely out of business. And the industry is just going to die. The German industry and the European industry is going to die. There's going to be a huge recession all over Europe. And I'm sure most people don't want that. Uh, but these European leaders are hell-bent on placing every single sanction they can think of onto Russia without thinking about the consequences. So I'm glad that there are you know, sane politicians and leaders out there in Europe who actually do speak sense. Unfortunately, he's one of the five states, European states, that have actually um, stood against it. Um, so there's also talks about people placing sanctions on Orban because of his his um, outspoken nature but again this is just Europeans being ridiculous um, we need more of Orban really to, somebody who actually talks sense to these Europeans and you know I'm just laughing at how idiotic some of these Europeans are and how they got into power and why so many people have voted them in I mean can you not can they not see it can, I mean I can see it a mile away what 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 big puppets they are and the lack of intelligence that most of them have got is unbelievable not even a slightest hint of common sense either it really is sickening and really shocking how some of these people have come to power so finally i want to end with this article greece to double coal output to reduce russian gas use so greece was the first country to basically say instead of reducing the Russian gas they're gonna start increasing the coal output so my worry is this is gonna do a hell of a lot of damage to the environment um, climate change so if Greece starts to get rid of Russian gas and they start using coal instead it's gonna cause so much pollution and I'm afraid that other countries might start following following um, Greece to do this and if they do, then you can you can click all of the Paris Climate Change Agreements goodbye, and you can click 
um, all of the agreements that's been agreed on COP26, and you know you can forget about all of those climate agreements that the world has made, and and everyone's just going backwards, start using coal instead of Russian gas, and this is a really really bad precedent going forward, uh, especially for young people that are going to be growing up in this world, and. You know, people are forgetting that there was a UN report just came out recently saying it's now or never. And all every single country around the world needs to act now to avoid climate disaster. Well, when I see articles such as this, I get really, really worried about the future generation. And I'm worried that a lot of European countries will start following Greece, start using a lot more coal instead of gas, and they'll pollute the world even more. And my wish was... You know, this all of this could have been avoided. All of it could have been avoided. You know, all they had to do was tell Ukraine um, they are not going to join NATO. Uh, let's work things out with Russia. Uh, let's address Russia's security concerns. You know, there's bigger problems out in the world. You know, the world's about to end with all of these climate change disasters. The world should be coming together at this point and working towards a goal of fixing climate change. That's never going to happen, especially with the leaders that we have right now, lacking common sense and vision. So we're heading for a climate disaster or we're heading for a nuclear disaster. One of the two will end the human race. I'm, I am still optimistic that we can find some sort of a solution to the climate change um, pretty soon over the next few years. Um, I am very hopeful and very optimistic regarding that and also regarding the Ukraine situation um, the war is not going to last forever and I'm sure sooner rather than later they come to an agreement and come to a solution uh, which makes every party happy and we can all move on as a human race and just start living our lives again and and the whole world needs to come together, work on its economy. Um, let me know what you guys think on the comment sections. Uh, I love reading your comments. Uh, I try and respond to each and every one of you. Uh, I know it's hard sometimes because sometimes I get thousands of um, comments. Uh, but I do love reading them. I do acknowledge um, all of them. Uh, I do appreciate you guys. And there's a few of you who are regulars. I'm starting to get to know a few of you who are regulars, who do comment regularly. Uh, I am starting to get to know a few of you and I do really do really appreciate uh, all the help and support you guys are giving. Um, so yeah, so let's carry on doing what we're doing. Uh, don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Do what you can to help the algorithm. Really, really appreciate it. And if you really like the channel, you're always welcome to join my Patreon or you can buy me a coffee. So without further ado, I'll see you soon, hopefully. Take care for now.